Hello! Welcome back, everyone. Um, thank you for joining in for our 12th episode of The Prosperity Project. I am Lily Poteet. And my name is Brayden Turner. And we are co-hosts of the show, and today we have two very special guests. We have... <laughs> I'm Pastor Brian Petek, the pastor of the Ascent Church. And hi, I'm Barbara Rabideau. I attend the Ascent Church, and I'm coordinating the Run for Hope 5K for schools this year. Awesome. We are very grateful to have these two guests on the show. And today they're just going to kind of talk about the um, Run for Hope 5K for Schools um, that is being put on in Monument in September. So um, I know you guys said your positions at the Ascent Church, but like what does that What, what does that is, entail? What, yeah, what, what is... Yeah, well, first of all, let me just say, we're honored to be on this podcast. Yeah, thank, thank, you you for, thank you guys thank for Thank you for the on. invitation. Yes. We appreciate um, it. You know, it really goes back to uh, seven years ago, uh, we realized th um, that there's uh, an epidemic of mental health in this particular area and all throughout El Paso County. And we as a church um, asked ourselves the question, how can we make an impact? Yeah. And uh, our mission statement talks about making an impact in the community and all around the world. And so um, we, we thought the best impact we could make is to help local schools. Yeah. And we want to help students and teachers and parents. We want to help families. And so um, how, what's the best way to do that? And we thought, well, let's raise money for suicide prevention and awareness in the local schools. And that's where the Run for Hope 5K for Schools was birthed back in 2017. And so we're just honored to continue that annual race yeah. and continue to make those connections with schools in D20 and D38. That's awesome. That is so cool. So you, you kind of touched on it already, but what makes the Ascent Church in particular so concerned with mental health, especially teenage mental health? I feel like, uh, at least in our region, I feel like your church in particular is one of the few that makes a lot of efforts to address this problem? Well, first I would say I have four boys. <laughs> I, I used to be able to say it, uh -huh. all four are teenagers, yep. but my 19-year-old turned 20. Mm -hmm. But um, I still have three teenage uh -huh. boys. And so we're, I'm personally very concerned about mental health with our students because of that. But we also have a thriving uh, student ministry that, and we have many students that come in and through our student ministry. And we just we want to help them. We can see that students need hope. Mm -hmm. And we, we talk to leaders in all of these schools. We've now reached into, I think it's 15 schools now that have received help over these years. And every single leader in these schools talks about how um, they're, they're, there's, there are issues with um, mental health and, and social, uh, emotional health and awareness and, and finding hope. And the stresses are off the charts for performance in schools and, you know, just to, to excel in school yeah. in this community. And so yeah, sure. um, that's, where, that's where it comes from. I mean, we, we love our community and we love students. Mm -hmm. And every student has parents. And we want to help the parents also, you yeah. know. So it really gets down to how do we help families in the community. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And just bonding those relationships together between the parents and the kids and just kind of creating a sustainable mental health awareness program and just exactly yeah. I mean I you know with with three teenage boys four four boys one that's 20 we have our own issues in mm -hmm. our own family and so my wife Heidi and I are 
are always working together to cooperate, to figure out how to um, individually help each of our sons. Yeah. But we know that not every family has the benefit of having two parents in the home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know there are there are families that are split up, or you know that divorce has happened in a family, or what have you. And so, um, th- th- there are there are needs for resources, and we're so thrilled that the local schools in both D thirty eight and D twenty have programs and have leaders that are just as concerned as we are. Yeah. yeah. And so we love sitting down with those schools and those leaders and talking face to face about how can we help? And that's, mm-hmm. that's really where this came from is just how can we make an impact? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In my ba- my, my children are grown, but I had D20 babies. Okay. And so um, just working a lot with the social workers in D20, um, you know, my kids graduated 2013 to just still be involved in teenagers' lives and try to influence in a positive way mm-hmm. um, with the grandbabies coming up yeah. uh, and growing up. And so um, it's important for me just to stay connected with my community, even though my kids yeah. uh, have had to move away for military reasons. Yeah. So uh, I'm just thrilled to be a part of it, working with David Galvin at Pikes Peak Suicide Prevention yep. and, mm-hmm. and just learning something that we can then maybe funnel into the community because that's what they've proven that when the community gets involved it helps the, the yeah. kids oh, and that's so sure. important so, yeah. so a, a few years ago i personally went through youth mental health first aid yep. training and yep. we actually hosted one of those mm-hmm. and it was so eye-opening honestly shocking to hear the statistics oh, of yeah. depression sure. and anxiety mm-hmm. in teenagers lives in not only the pressure to perform and get grades so that you can get into college yeah. and all yeah. of those things, but just dealing with life yeah. and mm-hmm. dealing with the societal pressures and peer pressure and mm-hmm. the things that social media brings oh, on. Yes. And, yeah. you know, just we all we all can succumb to those pressures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we want to we want to be able to help and provide those resources. And when when we took a, a team of people through youth mental mental health first aid, we recognized that it's it, it's important to have adults that care mm-hmm. and that have adults that are trained and know what to do when certain situations come up. And then we also know it's just as important for students to have peer friendships and relationships that when they see signs of depression or anxiety or hopelessness, that they're also equipped with tools yeah. to be able to step in and ask the right questions at the right time. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so you guys said that, uh, Barbara, you especially, you, your your kid graduated in 2013, and we know in El Paso County, especially like these this last decade, it's been really rough uh, in terms of the suicide rates amongst teens. Do you think there has been an increase in support and resources for mental health within schools? Do you think that you've seen that? Um, at least, at least working at the church, and from what you saw when your kid was in high school back in twenty. Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, I mean, with social media, I think there's a lot of other, you know, what other pressures yeah. that that kids have because there's constantly um, rejection or loneliness. Yeah. There's always something in front of them that my kids didn't necessarily yeah. have um, to the degree that kids do today. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, interesting enough, I, I have seen it. I've seen it um, evolve. When, in 2016, when DCC had so many 
um, they lost so many kids yeah. to suicide. I was actually praying with my coworker uh-huh. whose son was going to DCC. Yeah. Oh. And so I, I knew that things were happening, um, but then the church was doing it too. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I mean, so then my church was doing it as well. And you just keep, you just keep going forward and forward, started with four, four schools and now it's in 18 schools. Yeah. So, um, I've seen a lot of people come on board yeah. and, um, I think if I, I've heard other podcasts that you guys have uh-huh. done that they really need more adult leaders yeah. involved. Um, really, 988 needs to be manned um, a little bit more. Uh-huh. So maybe we can influence it some way to get people more involved on that side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I... I I hope I answered your question. Yeah, yeah. No, you did, you did, you did. Uh, I felt like I'm rambling now. No, for sure. So we want to dive into like the Run for Hope 5K and what it's about, but I, I do want to ask a question first. If if there's another organization um, like the Ascent Church who is also concerned with a topic like this, where how would they go about kind of starting to make a difference like you guys have? Well, there's an organization that, again, um, Barbara referred to David Galvan. Uh, I've been a part of the youth, um, or it's, it's the Suicide Prevention and Awareness subgroup in El Paso County, and they can get involved with that organization. It's really a wonderful and thriving organization that really is getting into the, the deeper issues and how, how we can be a part of the solution. Mm-hmm. Um, things like the different trainings. There's a soul shop training, youth mental health first aid, and some other opportunities. And um, I would just encourage people to get a hold of David Galvan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And, um, and uh, he, he does the soul shop training. Mm-hmm. But there are others out there. And, and we don't specifically endorse one in particular, but we want to be able to resource whatever the schools uh-huh. think is the best um, resource for their mm-hmm. context. Absolutely. And so, but but I think getting involved um, in, or at least going to the website and uh-huh. seeing what yeah. the El Paso County subgroup is doing is, is probably a good first step. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I would add that uh, this topic really hit home a couple of years ago. We've been doing this race for seven years, yeah. but a little over two years ago, one of our very own, a young man here at, at Ascent Church took his life. Um, and it, that the race, the Run for Hope 5K, took on new meaning that year. Yeah. Um, Calvin Patterson was a, a junior at LP, and he actually worked on our staff team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he actually moved the books in my office that we're looking at right yep. now um the week before and um and his parents are important to us yeah. and 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 we have partnered with them wow. and they've mm-hmm. they've come to the race to be there to support yeah. even after Calvin's death and so we we don't want that to happen ever again yeah. mm-hmm. one person taking their life is mm-hmm. one too many Absolutely. and so if we can provide resources for hope and strength for for people for young people um, at, at any age, really, mm-hmm. then then we want to be a part of that solution. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's great wow. to hear. Um, and then just diving into the Run for Hope 5K for Schools event. When, where is it? Can you tell us a little bit about just like yeah, yeah, you bet. Race. Yeah, that, so it's scheduled for Saturday, September 16th, and uh, the race starts at nine. The competitive race starts at nine, um, and then we have a two-mile fun run walk. Um, it's all a color run, so you get 
nailed with color all <laughs> through the, the course, um, but that starts at 9.15. And then we have a Roar for Hope for little kids that are um, fifth grade and under that they do it in the parking lot. And so it's really fun. We have vendors. Um, we have a pancake breakfast that we put on every year with all the fixings, a lot of bacon, uh -huh. uh, things like that. So um, You will be well fed. Uh, you will be well fed. Uh, we are here early. We have bounce houses, um, balloon animals, face painting. Um, it's a party. So it's a fun Seriously, time. It's yeah. a celebration of hope. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, and you can feel it when yeah. you're there. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's here at church, the Ascent Church, 1750 Deer Creek Road. Um, so, yeah. Perfect. And the, the start line and finish line are right here in the parking lot. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the course is a really neat course. goes through the beautiful town yeah. of Woodmore, yeah. you know, yeah. a monument. It yeah. really um, is. Yeah. And, we, they walked it with me. Oh, yeah. great. Yes, we did. You know, it's a little hilly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. People yeah. have but to be okay, okay with hills. Yeah. You know? It's all good. But we have over 500 pounds of color oh, yeah. to yeah. throw at people. Jeez. So, people, so we have awards for people oh. that, you know, get the most color yeah, thrown so on really, really you know yeah. we yeah. always get yeah. a lot of great That's pictures funny. with yeah. that it's so and fun you know what you can be young uh you can be old the, the oldest last year was 92 I know, uh, you I can go to that. our yeah. you go to our website uh run for hope 5k for schools.com you'll see pictures there you can see how you can volunteer donate sponsor all of that and so um We'd love for more of the community to be involved in it. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. a shout out to Glenn Bethany, who was oh, yeah. the 92 he year would, old. Yes, he's, he's the on one that yeah. so came cute. across the finish line on his own. It was amazing. Yeah. We awesome. have raised over $140,000 wow. in the last six years. Yes. Wow. This is the seventh. That's and crazy. For, for, and those, all those dollars go to the schools yeah. Yeah. for the various programs that they run. And we, we want to raise more. You know, every mm -hmm. year we, we just put the word out to the community. It seems like there's momentum building. Yeah. More yeah. and more yeah. organizations, for-profit companies, small businesses get involved every uh -huh. year. Mm -hmm. Because I think everybody wants to be a part of the solution. Oh, sure. So this oh, is a way sure. to get people in the community involved in yeah. being right. a part of that solution. So we want to raise more and more money for suicide prevention and awareness. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think if a 92-year-old can do the race, I think anyone listening can do the race. <laughs> Agreed. Everyone should be no inspired. Excuse. No, no excuse. excuse. Yeah. No excuse yeah. at all. So much fun. Exactly. Um, and then how can someone sign up for the 5K if they're interested? Um, uh, again, uh, the Run for Hope 5K uh, for schools.com, they can run, uh, or events.com, House Sports also has it listed on their website. Um, if you Google it right now, you're going to see it on every event calendar, so you're going to know how to, gotcha. how to find it. And so, um, yeah. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Go to www.runforhope5kforschools.com. Perfect. <laughs> so... You guys have mentioned multiple times so far that uh, all the proceeds of this event will be going into uh, programs at various schools in our community. Uh, would you be willing to elaborate a little bit about what those programs are um, and how these programs are improving mental health? Yeah, sure. One of the, the things that we implemented this year is an application for funds because we really just wanted to make sure... Um, what the impacts were and For what sure. what are the programs yeah. out there and so um we don't like brian had indicated earlier we don't really endorse any particular program uh -huh. but there are a lot of them out there yeah. um social emotional wellness um there were there 
I'm going to say them wrong, so I'm not going to mention them. But <laughs> there were a lot in the application that we yeah. didn't even we didn't even know they were out there or yeah. being utilized. And so um, the couple that Brian mentioned, Youth um, Mental Health Awareness and Soul Shop, uh, I've, I've been to both of them in this last year. Um, those are really, really good for the community because, again, we know that the schools are working in D20 and D38 to get some information to the students, but it's really the community that needs to be aware of it, yeah. too. Mm -hmm. So that's another focus that we're, we're going towards okay. yeah. um, because it does cost, but we can help you know with a reduced cost and things like that. Yeah. So um, that's really important. But one of the neat things that we saw in a lot of the schools is as resources get um, um, thinner, uh, they're, they're saying, hey, that program overlaps with this program. Let's go together. Let's gotcha. put our, our, That's our funds together and bridge some of those things so we can keep everything still going. Oh. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a military, um, one of the schools had introduction of military families because they have a lot of military coming in and out. Mm -hmm. Well, they're at risk, right? Yeah. Because yeah. that's a trigger. They move all the time. You know, they don't get to really settle and get, you know, community for yep. a long time. So they've recognized that. So mm -hmm. I, I just think it's wonderful how the schools are like, oh, wait a minute. We're all chasing the same yeah. thing yeah. for these students. Let's come together and make it work better yeah. as one. And exactly. so I think that's a neat thing that we've yeah. seen. Sure. Uh, evolving over the years so mm -hmm. and just to expand on something Barbara already uh -huh. said we believe the individual schools know best what's best for their context yeah, yeah. you know and so we want to trust the leaders in the schools that's why we aren't endorsing one program mm -hmm. exactly We're, yeah we want to entrust the funds to the leaders uh -huh. and then we have this application process so they have to be thinking through where these funds are going mm -hmm. and how they're being used, because we want to have accountability. Oh, we sure. don't right. just, we aren't just going to send dollars just without any strings yeah. attached, because the strings are the accountability. Exactly. You know, and so when someone, when a school fills out the application, they're basically saying to us, "Here's how we're using the funds. Here's how it benefits students. Here's how it brings hope." Mm -hmm. gotcha. And you can see the progression, I assume, like through the years, if the schools come back for the application process the following year and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I think that's super cool and a way to keep that yeah. accountability. Mm -hmm. And I have to say one of the, the, the biggest questions on the application is how, what is the impact? Yeah. How is this helping the students? And just to hear the testimonies from some of the kids, you know, that were contemplating suicide and now they're a, a, a peer leader um, or they're like, I didn't think anybody was going through the same thing that I was going mm -hmm. through. Yeah. And now they have hope, that hope is restored for uh -huh. them. And I, you know, we have a group of five of us and we read that repeatedly on those applications, yeah. which just is, it's a blessing. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what we want. Exactly. I mean, again, just if, if it just impacts one student, which we're seeing far more than that. Yeah. And so it's yeah. just, it's just awesome. Well, that yeah. is, is really that's special. wonderful. Yeah. Is there anything extra you guys would like to elaborate on or, or put out there for the Run for Hope? Yeah, I would like to say, you know, just managing it the last couple of years and um, just working on the sponsor side of it. You know, if you are a, a business owner or you know of somebody that's a business owner and you're thinking, you know, how can I how can I be a part of it? We are always looking for sponsors. And um, that's the one thing. I think the application... Um, 
schools were requesting like $68,000. Yeah. Man, I wish I had $68,000 uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. to put back into the schools. Because, yeah. man, what could you do with yeah. all those campaigns? Exactly. Getting more, you know, it would be, un, you know, endless. So yeah. if you're thinking about uh, being a sponsor or if you're always wondering, like, are they really using the money to what they're they're using it for? You know, I, I have full confidence mm-hmm. that the, the schools are using it for what they intended what yeah. what we intended them to use it for yeah. and so um you know i hope you reach out i hope yeah. you go to yes. run for hope 5k for schools.com and and reach out to us perfect so. so if someone is interested in sponsoring that's where they would find information yep. online yep. okay perfect. perfect and let me just put out the personal invitation inviting everyone to be a part of this yeah. come Absolutely. out saturday september 16th either to run or to walk or to sponsor or to volunteer it's going to be a fun community-wide party and i will say this i think the lewis palmer students should put out a challenge to the other schools in the area <laughs> yes. because we know that lewis palmer is heavily invested Absolutely. involved oh, yeah. so is discovery canyon so are there and palmer ridge but you know what i think you need to put the challenge out there to pr and dcc and monument academy and all these other schools i think we should because <laughs> if we had a battle between schools as to who, how many students come out and get involved mm-hmm. What what Special, what a yeah. huge community wide yeah. party that yeah, would be! Yeah. Yeah. So put the challenge out there. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. And I do want to thank all of the 2023 sponsors that have come on board already this year. Uh-huh. And so we've raised over, I think we're over twenty two thousand wow. right awesome. now. And so uh, yeah, so thank you to yeah. the ones that have already committed and and donated. And if, even if you know if you're like, oh God, I have I don't have any money. I I only have like twenty dollars. Twenty dollars amongst people, yeah. it still goes yeah. a goes long way, long and way. so uh, never think that your contribution is isn't enough yeah. because it yeah. is. More so. dollars bring more hope, mm-hmm. yep. and more awareness mm-hmm. for these issues, yeah. and and we want to be a part of a team community wide that brings awareness and hope to this community. So exactly. join us. Yes. And then there's a couple of fundraisers that we're doing uh, with a, lo- a couple of local restaurants. Perry's Pizzeria and Tap House at um, 1268 Interquest Parkway. On September 16th, they're going to donate uh, 20% of the proceeds from oh, 11 awesome. to 8 p.m. Wow. Um, and then also Harita Loco at 582 Highway 105 here in Monument. Uh, love their food. Uh, September 23rd, which is the Thursday after the race. Um, they're doing a fundraiser from 11 to 9 p.m., also donating 20% of the proceeds. Awesome. Um, and it's dine-in, carry-out, and you just need to let them know you're there for Run for Hope, and uh, they'll take care of the rest. So Perfect. Yeah, Everybody likes great. to eat, exactly. so you yeah. get involved. Exactly. <laughs> we do want to dive into some resources that any listeners can go to um, if they feel like they need to reach out to someone we do this after every podcast so mm-hmm. if you'd like to. yeah so locally um for local resources you can reach out to nami colorado springs which is the national alliance on mental illness they offer several programs um regarding improving me- personal mental health um and plenty of resources to go to during a mental health crisis so you can reach out to them um, another local resource is Safe to Tell, which is an anonymous reporting service where you can report anything that concerns or threatens you, your family, your friends, or your community. Um, it's a 24-7 service, and that number is 
7233. And then Colorado Crisis Services, um, they offer immediate help to issues regarding substance abuse, sexuality, identity, identity issues, depression and anxiety, and more. And then the Lewis Palmer School District Counseling page also is a great directory resource to find extensive resources within the area and beyond um, from local to national scales. And then lastly for our local resources, iMatter Colorado is a program that connects teenagers with up to six free confidential therapy sessions and will match you with an appropriate therapist based on your needs and your concerns. And then as for broader resources, we have two, uh, as Barbara said earlier, 988, which is the National Crisis Hotline and Suicide Prevention uh, Hotline, where you can get online support uh, from a trained professional for absolutely any problem. Uh, there have been known to be waiting times, so if you do find that as a problem, please reach out to the local resources that we mentioned before. Um, and then also the Trevor Project, which is a website that offers immediate access to crisis counselor, um, to a crisis counselor, sorry, for LGBTQ youth. And then if you're willing to get involved, uh, we have the Pikes Peak Suicide Prevention Partnership. Uh, it's a community in the Pikes Peak region oriented towards spreading awareness of mental health and suicide prevention through resources, events, and training like QPR, which is called Question, Persuade, and Refer. And then if you're a teenager listening, they also have a teen advocacy board if you want to join. And that our kickoff date is um, August 15th at the Pikes Peak Suicide Prevention Partnership. Um, I don't know. Place? Headquarters? Yeah, headquarters. headquarters it's, it's in downtown Colorado Orange. Springs. Yeah. yeah, so if you want to join, that would be a great um, date to get involved. And then lastly, we have So Coalition, which is an organiz organization up here in the Tri Lakes area. They're partnered with PPSPP, uh, and they're also oriented towards teenage mental health and suicide prevention. If you're interested, please reach out to our principal at LPHS, Ms. O'Connor, or our school social worker, Ms. Sell. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you're interested in filling out our Google survey, uh, we would love for you to do that. It gives us a lot of feedback on where to kind of steer the podcast and what you guys would like to listen to. Um, and a big, big thank you to Brian and Barbara here. It really means mm -hmm. a lot for you guys to come on and talk about um, this event you guys are hosting. And the Glad impact. to be a part of this yeah, awesome absolutely. podcast. Yeah, Thanks for having us. You guys are doing great. Thank yeah, you. It means, thank you. It means so much. So thank you guys. Goodbye.